against you. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Nathaniel Bozarth and I am Jim Davis. Nathaniel. Chris. Yes. Huh? We are podcast. Mm -hmm. And today on podcast, we are looking at the 321st edition of Garfield, which came out today on this illustrious Saturday. The 5th of May, big old Cinco de Mayo. What, what's going on in this Garfield strip, guys? What, what happens? Tell me about it. John, words. in today's Garfield, even more unrealistic food-based humor. If you enjoyed yesterday's unrealistic food-based humor, you're in for a treat. Because, I mean, it's not if you enjoy... If you enjoy hearing unrealistic food-based humor described in great detail... You're in for a treat. Look, if but you with love frequent asides to unrelated topics. <laughs> if you love podcasts, <laughs> it's your lucky day because that's what you're <laughs> listening to right now. A podcast. A program which I have enjoyed for 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 many months now. How about uh, this I'm... 21st century in which we live? Um Panel one. You know what else is great? Twitter. Twitter's pretty great. You could. You I could, just. You could. You get on Twitter. Yeah, I guess. I you just tweet some. Tweet some. You know. I just. You know, it's it's, it's not Twitter, Twitter off is, my is, phone. Well, I think I might have. Maybe I've had you know, enough. That's, you know, that, that's a great way of making the rest of us feel bad about having Twitter on our phone. It yeah, makes I, us feel guilty yeah. for checking our phone every five, 10, It seemed minutes. like the best way to do you it. No, Chris, I, I'd like to thank you for making me, me feel superior in the fact that I have not virtue signaled uh, the fact that I have taken Twitter off my, app, my phone because I don't give a shit about it. And I feel like what you're asshole. doing. I feel like what you're doing now is kind of a about meta virtue about signal. Taking Twitter off of his phone. John, all the rage these days. Kids are like, oh, I took Facebook off my phone because I was using it too much. And it was sucking the life out of my life. I mean, John, when you've had Twitter be, off your phone, it. when you've had Twitter off your phone for as many hours as I have, it changes your way of being in the world. Does it change your body chemistry? <laughs> probably. It probably affects your brain. You know, you know, they say that the the experts say that there are as many people as have Twitter also listen to podcasts. So yeah. now there there are more people because of you, because of you, Chris, there are more people who listen to podcasts <laughs> than are on Twitter. <laughs> or maybe they're somehow aligned. Yeah. Maybe maybe you some up, poor bastard had to stop listening to podcasts. Equilibrium, Chris. You're so fucking selfish. Like why you gotta why you gotta do that? Thank you ruined it for all of us. On the other hand, Instagram, pretty great. Instagram is the best. Now, how do you feel about Instagram stories? Do either of you do the Instagram stories? I actually am not on Instagram stories. John, mm. are you on Instagram at all? 
It's is that the same thing as Snapchat? Basically, yes. It's and, like it's like Snapchat for grown-ups. <laughs> oh, so it's like Tumblr. <laughs> uh, which is yeah, I would say Tumblr is Zenga for the 21st century. Zenga. Zima. Panel one. Um this I, is I love, an interesting, I love a warm, refreshing taste of a nice glass of tumbler. This uh, is an interesting a tumbler panel. of tumbler. Yeah. Okay. Garfield's getting in the refrigerator. Odie's there too. Yeah. Yeah. I Garfield. love Odie. Odie is my favorite character. I just want yeah. to say, I, I in on Monday you heard me talk about how I spent time with my dad reading Garfield, and I fucking love Odie. He was my favorite character as a kid. When he showed up, it was like a a red letter Sunday. <laughs> Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, For a second there, I thought that you were incorrectly stating that Odie's first appearance was on a Sunday. No, 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 no. I was going to call you on it because that's no. the kind of I be, unimportant yeah, I trivia. I believe it was a Tuesday. You're correct. It was I, I, I only <laughs> ever read the Garfield strip on <laughs> Episode Sundays. Episode 51, as up. we all know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My consumption of Garfield was limited to Sundays. So this is this being a oh, Saturday, this could be a new strip the, for you. Like your it, mental picture of the continuity is like woefully incomplete. Well, it, woefully is a little judgmental. <laughs> right? I, I would mean, say I, woefully is an understatement. I'm woeing it. I'm I'm woeing it hard right now. I mean So look, Garfield's you, digging into this refrigerator. He's He's like climbing up, he's scaling the side of the open refrigerator and sort of reaching into the vegetable crisper and looking back over his shoulder at Odie thinking, are you hungry, Odie? And Odie is looking on with a, you know, his look of idiotic delight. <laughs> innocence. You could say it's innocence. Uh, I'd like to praise Jim Davis mm-hmm. for his... Uh, his for remembering to put a terminal punctuation mark on this thought bubble. <laughs> Although there is an unnecessary space between the end of Odie's name and the punctuation mark. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, Jim I Davis always puts a question mark or an exclamation mark. He just he he'll leave out a final period. He so, feels like so, put, drawing that ex, that little period is just too much work for him. Yeah. Right now, I'm seeing a purple liquid in an Erlenmeyer flask in the fridge. <laughs> I'm glad that this came up. Do, do we do we have anything to say about this Erlenmeyer flask? I'm glad that this came up because when I was prepping for tonight's episode, for today's episode, I looked at that and I was like, what is that thing in that Erlenmeyer flask? And then I thought... Is that an Erlenmeyer oh, shit. flask? It's not an, yeah. That is not, it's not an Erlenmeyer flask. Round bottom flask. Yeah. Damn it. Let's, let's Erlenmeyer flask. Yes, I, I felt, I felt so fucking edges. smart because I thought, I know the name for that. It's Erlenmeyer, but I, I, did we I all you guys got to kick me off. That was terrible. Did we all just simultaneously Google that in the same moment? <laughs> no, no. I Googled it a couple hours ago. I, 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 I Googled it, it just well. now after calling okay. it an Erlenmeyer flask. Okay. Is it a volumetric flask? Is that is that correct? Well, volumetric just means that it has measurements on the Gradations side. on it? Yeah. It's graduated. 
It's it's matriculated. Yeah, but, but if you Google volumetrics, it does come up with a it's it's matriculated. I mean, there's a type it, of flask. There's a type of flask called just a round bottom flask, which wow. is much less impressive than you know. I feel like it. They should have a, a special name. Yeah, you know, it's quite possible that Jim Davis meant to draw an Erlenmeyer flask and just fucked up. The round bottom flask does look more iconic. It looks more iconic. It, it makes me think of Frankenstein or yeah. or yeah. Uh, a, a mad chemist's um, space. Yeah, you and expect like, to like, see like, it next to a Van de Graaff generator and mm-hmm. yeah, and some it's, pluming, some pluming steam or, or water vapor. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'd like to draw your your guys' attention to that mm-hmm. brown object to the left of the of the flask let's not discriminate here whatever kind of flask it is is that a potato or an egg well i wasn't going to call it brown first of all i was going to call it orange and just say it's an orange okay Mm. Mm. yeah boy it looks like an orange to me is that a is that a watermelon on the bottom drawer no that's a head of lettuce that's a head of lettuce that's clearly a head of lettuce I guess. Uh, Why is it not in the vegetable crisper? Because it's it, John Arbuckle's a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that lettuce. That lettuce is going to get soft and not crispy and not delicious very quickly. Yeah. Why would you put it there? Well, I mean, why would you keep an Erlenmeyer flask of poison in your fridge? I mean, a, a non-Erlenmeyer flask. A, a non-round yeah, bottom yeah, flask. It's called a round bottom flask. Sorry. But Erlenmeyer is so much more fun to say. It is. True. You you um, were very tempted there, John, to say funner. I wasn't, but I I I, I certainly could. That's no there's no reason why that shouldn't be a word. I, I would agree with you. My my wife corrects me frequently when I say funner. That's how uh, you make new words. You add suffixes to existing words. Or you just and, make and, stuff up. And again, I'll remind the listener that I've I've used many words incorrectly throughout this week, which should show my penchant for using words <laughs> in, uh, in creative ways. We'll say. Yeah. Well, you can do whatever you want when you're when you're wearing a koozie. True. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's definitely a head or, or of a snuggie, as it were. A snuggie. <laughs> Snoogie. Uh, I think it's perfectly within within you know what we know of John Arbuckle that he would that he would not correctly store his lettuce. I, I don't think that's a stretch. It's not it's not, it's not an issue of wrong and correct. It's an issue of is it in his best interest to put the lettuce no. not in the crisper? No, no it's not. No, unless no. he likes soft. But this un- is unappetizing lettuce. Yeah, he's not following his rational self interest, John. Yeah. Well, he's... Homo Economus follows his ra- his enlightened, rational self-interest. We live in a liberal democratic society. The, the bonds between us will collapse if we don't follow our enlightened, rational self-interest. The social I mean, compact is breaking down. That's I mean, what, what I'm hearing from you, Chris. What more proof do you need that, that those bonds have have been shattered in, 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 in other than and the the lettuce sitting out garfield has run for 38 years i mean <laughs> oh also cats shouldn't go into the refrigerator by themselves yeah but they can do that that's, i mean that's, a, that's another thing that 
How, did Garfield open the refrigerator door? <laughs> well, well did, did either did either of you see uh, the Secret Life of Pets came out? Uh, I did not. Last last year, animated movie. It was great animation. I'm a big fan of high quality animation. The Secret of Nim. I saw. <laughs> secret animated movie. I, I, I'm a big fan. Of, that was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to say that perhaps Secret Life of Pets was in part inspired by the May 5th, 1979 uh, <laughs> strip of Garfield because a cat does indeed mm. go inside the refrigerator and eat a whole, wait, turkey, an entire turkey. Oh, so mm. you think it was inspired by like today and yesterday? Correct. I'm, I'm, it's an amalgamation. Yeah. A, a perfect yeah, synthesis sense. of Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Panel uh, two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. We can go to panel two. If you I'm want. so tired. Yeah. If you, I'm so wait, tired. Wait, let's talk about panel two. Panel um, two. Yeah, you were about to interrupt, prevent me no, from no, talking. No, about go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Garfield is thinking, here have some celery and tomatoes and radishes. And what he's doing, he appears to be <laughs> gouging Odie's eyeballs out with a stalk yeah. of celery. It and there's a tomato way. and a radish flying around in the air for some oh, reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. no, I, I – okay. Levitating? Right, so, but that's not a radish. Back to panel one. Go on. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, Nathaniel, me, you may not be familiar with, with Odie's true nature. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you only read the Sunday strips, you're not oh, going to get the background oh, about – Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is Odie Prime, is, is it not? Or is this Odie? I mean, we don't know which. Look, Odie has split in his. Odie has bilocated. Yeah, Odie can Odie can bilocate. Wow. (laughs) We don't know if this is Odie sub A or Odie sub B. You can tell based on how many droplets of spittle are flying. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like. Would you say this is mutation? Are we back to X Men? No, it's not a mutation. It's more. Think of it more like uh, like like Mirror Universe. Spock has a beard. You know, it's more like that. Like this is this is, like, at any given, in any given occurrence of Odie, he 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 can split into two. It's the multiple uh, Odie's interpretation yeah. of quantum mechanics. If that helps, I like it. I don't know. I think it made sense when we came up with it. I don't remember. We had a very good reason. I, that made sense to me that you can you can either tell where the electron is in whatever. I'm yeah, not gonna, right. you can. T- yeah, you can tell. You can when it is or where it is, but not Where both. Odie is or what his momentum is, but you can't know both at the same time. Right. I mean, that's definitely true. That's just, that's just common knowledge. That's just common that's sense. Just common knowledge, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can uh, know both, but just at a, at a, uh, a degree of approximation. Right. Yeah. Uh, panel two... <laughs> Oh yeah, I think you you went over this already. Yeah, Garfield is slamming the celery stalk into Odie's eyeball. Yeah, yeah. And Odie is sort of seems unhappy. We can't really see his face well. Aren't those there's rats? there's kind of a squiggle there. Garfield where, where the Odie. mouth is. Garfield and Odie both seem to be levitating. <laughs> yeah, they're vibrating uh, very quickly. Yeah, in, in the air. Mm-hmm. It's like Garfield um, has has somehow managed to find like Odie's natural 
resonance frequency. And so when he does it's started Odie vibrating, it's really hard. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hearing a grrr sound that's happening. Yeah. Like it's a grrr. And what's it like the tomato? And I guess that's supposed to be a radish because Garfield says radishes, even though it's not shaped like a radish. Mm-hmm. They're just in the air. Well, There's a weird I, anti-gravity thing going on. This is, I, I'll, I'll just remind you that this is a static image. Um, True. And, and, and it, clearly some violent action has just occurred. I feel like the, the vegetables are just sort of flying in air because they're, you know, we're seeing a single still image of, of what's happening. They're not, li- they're not hanging there. They, this is, they're, there's no time passing. Well, I mean, but the vegetables don't have any motion lines. Well, like that's true. I mean, Odie and Garfield are covered when motion lines indicate well, that they're moving around. The vegetables. Odie and, Odie and Garfield are clearly vibrating air. at an ultra high frequency. True. Right. So, so, so on the scale that we're looking at, I mean, we don't know the shutter speed of the camera that was used to to take this. I, I think it, photograph, it, you know? it's funny that we we cinematic terms or, or photographic terms even to me. Oh yeah. As, oh, that's. It's common. We we often it's reference. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not sure, John. Do we know uh, which cinematographer Jim Davis was? I think Sam Peckinpah this at this period? point. I oh. think he was on don't with know if that's the case. Yeah. Great I mean, use of color on set. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still the first year. I mean, so he was setting up a lot of his shots himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah and they're no, doing they're all this live. They're practical stunts. Well, how 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 much time did this did this shot take? Is this a, a full day shoot, or is this a couple days? Um, I mean, I think like this was this was very <laughs> early in the piece. He was having to get. He'd have to get through a full strip in a single day. Oh, he had to. Have, he'd have a one day per shoot. That's all. He, he's on a. You know, he's got to knock one of those out. Every yeah, th- day. I mean, this was not. He didn't have a team. Like, he was yeah, working. He did with. not have Paws Inc. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not have. Yeah, you correct. Know. <laughs> okay, maybe he did. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> Double negative. I don't. I don't. John, John, ha- do me, do me a favor, and read the yeah, small, the small words. Don't make at the me read the panel. copyright notice. I'm this not. No. Copyright 1979. Paws Inc. Yeah, but it doesn't. You can't say he didn't have pausing. Anyway, well, I'd like to mention the I I do especially enjoy a I don't know what the grammatical structure is called, but we've I, I this week we've been noticing usage of commas and whatnot. No commas. It's just celery yeah. and tomatoes and radishes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that sort of uh, reiterative usage of the word "and" without commas. That is that is great. Mm, it really emphasizes that Garfield is abusing the dog with a lot of different vegetables. Right. Okay, okay Chris. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I yeah. want you to. I want you to. I want you to take a look at the Wikipedia article for Paws Incorporated. Oh God! <laughs> Couldn't you just read it to me? I want you to take a look at the info box over on the right-hand side uh-huh. where it says the year founded. It does, yeah. Oh, it says 1981. That's it correct. Sh- it sure does. But, John, it doesn't specify uh, B.C. or A.D. <laughs> that, would be, that would be B.C.E. or C.E., I believe. Well, 
yeah, yeah. Come on, let's let's not let's not let's not use the. I didn't want to. I didn't want to confuse John. He's an uncultured boob. <laughs> I mean, also like right. we don't even know. No, if I, like, like if we're gonna get into it, insults, I mean, if like, we're gonna go, if we're gonna get into it, you know, I mean, by the Hebrew count, it would. Be, oh, is this the Mayan calendar? Yeah, oh, we don't. Oh, know. I don't know. <laughs> Chris, where's the headquarters of Paws, Inc.? John, it's located in Muncie, Indiana, in the United States. Hmm. All right, just making sure we're looking at the same article. Well, how can All it right. be copyright 1979, Paws, Inc.? Because I don't know how copyright law works, because Jim Davis had a copyright, and then it was transferred to Paws, Inc., and that's just what they write. They write, I don't know, who cares? It seems, it seems very deceptive to me. Uh, why is it deceptive? I mean, I mean, I didn't fall for it, but you know, whatever. Uh, panel three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Odie has a bunch of vegetables on his head. Yeah, they may, they of, look like a weird face. Yeah, it looks goofy. Uh, and then John Arbuckle. And his ears are gone. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't noticed that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he should and, have ears. Uh, <laughs> maybe, they, well, the, the maybe they've been stalk. stuffed into that little crevice inside the celery stalks, mm. right? Like, like, have you ever eaten ants on a log where you, where you put? Oh peanut yeah, butter? yeah. yeah peanut it's, butter it's, raisin. His, yeah. His, his ears are the peanut butter in the proverbial logs, which are the celery celery stalks. Hell yeah. Mm. The celery stalks at midnight. Yeah. Um, John Arbuckle looks like a weird alien. In this panel, like he looks weirder than Odie. Yeah, he doesn't have a top of his head. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's that it's that sort of peanuts ish sort of uh, mouth agape kind of. But it's a weird, but, scary, but, but horrific it's weird. version. It's like a like because normally that's a head on view. Yeah. This is like a three quarters profile of that mm. mouth, and it looks grotesque. It looks as if John Arbuckle has no forehead. It also looks like he's missing some teeth. I'm I not positive that this upper, isn't upper jaw. Like this looks like, a, like <laughs> this, this looks like a lot of the like sort of like weird fucked up versions of strips that people tweet at us on Twitter. Mm, it does, yeah. That's it does. Fair. Like, what is that thing? Like, the, I guess it's his nose on the top of his head, but it looks yeah, like, that's his nose. Looks like an ear. But it is weird. It's weird looking. Yeah. It's, his his hair is sort of creeping around the 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 uh, foreshortened sphere of his head yeah. like moss or or a lichen the oblong mm. or oblate spheroid if you will yeah yeah um and he he has no right arm yeah and then his his hunchback is has returned his hunchback is returned and his left arm is extended at a well there, there are several things wrong with his left arm. <laughs> I don't know if we can cover all of them in this this episode. Um, but no, we can do. We can, I'll, I'll the major one. It, it's outside the purview of this podcast. His okay, so the elbow is bent at a ninety degree uh, angle. That's weird. It, it it's not resting on anything. It's just out. It's just there. It's just yeah. out, held out at the side. And then also his upper arm is like teeny tiny and his his lower arm is like way 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 longer um that doesn't work we don't even see the hand the hand is, is like disappeared underneath the countertop mm-hmm. the, 
the visible part of his his lower arm is I would say at least five or six times the length of the upper part of his arm. You, you know, to be to be truly honest, I want to imagine that in that left arm, what is he grasping? But nunchucks. I really want to believe <laughs> for some reason that he has nunchucks because he's ready to swing huh. those bad boys at Garfield for whom he is shouting. Mm. Uh, that might match his expression. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see him with nunchucks. <laughs> you, you can. Yeah, yeah. I can. I mean, it's it it fits thematically. Either nunchucks or those that weird uh, three pointed knife thing that the one Ninja Turtle had. A sigh. Raphael. A sigh. That's called a sigh. Yeah. I think he was called Raphael. Yeah, that was Raphael. Yeah, he was cool but yeah. crude. He was, <laughs> well, uh, he was crude he was, and rude, in fact. He was like the hipster one. <laughs> right? Michelangelo was the party animal. Donatello does machine. I, I believe he was a party dude. Mm. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. You know, I obviously don't know what I'm talking about. Um, strongly agree. Um, I, have, I have a visceral... <laughs> reaction to panel three because just I, I've never been a big fan of physical comedy because I I, I tend to empathize too strongly so I, I'm empathizing with Odie right now yeah three. yeah you know, what a pain he's got his eyes who knows where his eyeballs are his eye sockets are now the the house for two uh <laughs> I guess tomatoes um I'm, and I'm a big fan of tomatoes don't get me wrong any tomatoes glad to hear that podcast i'm a big fan but uh i wouldn't want <laughs> big you fan. big fan i have the best tomatoes <laughs> fabulous it's tremendous uh i wouldn't want them in my eye sockets though personally just yeah. my opinion no judgment if you feel differently <laughs> i appreciate that i'm just still i'm like i'm just i'm still thinking about how great john's tomatoes are some people, some people are into, you know, tomatoes in their eye sockets. You know, what, what, who are we to judge? Uh, I mean, Odie looks happy in panel three, sort of. I, I, think it's an, I, I believe that's an illusion, based on the radishes and his that are where his teeth ought to be. <laughs> it's an optical illusion. <laughs> yeah, those are not his teeth, Chris. Did you did you think? Those? I mean, use there because. How do we know? We don't see his eyes um, either. Those are tomatoes. I mean, that that Odie is... Uh, he's a oh! real war star. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yes? <laughs> All right. Okay. Go on. Uh, look at those celery stalks. We got three drops of of of, of liquid. I don't think... I think those are uh, little celery leaf bits. Oh, you think? I thought they I were drops of water. Are, I don't think... What, what do you think the celery well, is wetting? I am assuming that John Arbuckle stores his celery in a cup of water, as is possible. Practical. And now, obviously, you know, he doesn't know how to store his fucking lettuce. But yeah. I, think, I think he probably takes a little more care with his celery. Now, should we mention that all this is happening, presumably, in the morning, as we can see that there's a coffee cup on the counter here, the mauve-colored counter. Um, I'm what are Rude awakenings. That sorry, counter, John. That counter is not mauve. I'm sorry. I have. <laughs> what, what color is that? 
I mean, I I, I, I would say mug, I'm probably about five percent colorblind, so I'll, I'll submit to your might be mauve. The mug is mauve. Maybe what? I don't know. The the I want to call the the mauve the mug is, a, a bluish purple. Mauve is a bluish purple. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Goop. you might you might be like, thinking of taupe. Taupe is a brown color. Yeah, or, or ecru. Taupe is a beautiful color. Wow, taupe is great. Well, it, well, 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 Google Google calls it a pale purple color. Uh, it does look somewhat bluish. Wait, let me bring out Hugo here. Hang on a sec. I'll, I'll tell you. Exactly, I'm going to tell you. So, so actually, is. mauve looks like the wallpaper. The the paint on the wall behind them is mauve. Uh, say mauve or mauve. Ooh, we say mauve on this. That's podcast. a serious question. I don't. Oh, we say mauve. Mauve, okay. yeah. mauve sounds French. That's in our style guide. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Just okay. Check. So, so I, I agree that the wall behind them is is mauve slash mauve. I have no idea what to call a countertop. Then is it like a dark salmon? Yeah, yeah. I call that a salmon. I'm. It's almost a rose. Or a rosé. Yeah, it's a rosé. That's what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> It's a frisky little rosé. I'm glad we really settled the colors on uh, panel three there. Yeah, I'm. I like it when we agree on the podcast. It's 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 very exciting. I don't. Um, hex code of the coffee mug is seven three seven one FB. You're checking out hex codes again, huh? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, I, I really hope that someone, someone who's listening to the podcast, just as someone who uses hex codes from time to time, I really hope someone uses that today. Just please, uh, I, I hope that you will email the podcast if you, if you use that hex code. Nathaniel at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, I guess mauve is more pink than I thought it was. Sure, it's mauve. It's mauve. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. I didn't host this week, but I'm really getting tired, and we still have to do Sunday. Um, Sunday goes quick. A delight for all the senses. Uh, All five senses. All five. (laughs) You can... There's a... Discovered a fifth one recently. It's called Umami. You can support the program by leaving us... (laughs) five-star review on itunes <laughs> please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment why not send us an email info at beingjimdavis.com complaints and corrections to nathaniel at beingjimdavis.com please tell your friends about the podcast you can also visit follow us visit us on twi- the, the, twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the chris winter or watch me play video games at twitch.tv slash outrageous potato. Or don't. Or listen to my very serious podcast by searching Wide Rule wherever you get your podcasts. Or follow me on Twitter at Bo underscore Nathaniel. Then I'll say stuff. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. We'll catch you next time. Because I'm being Jim Davis and I'm here to say that being Jim Davis